want to start the homily this morning by sharing with you a prayer that I came across recently from the Diary of St. Faustina. It's paragraph 1004 if you're interested in that, but uh, it's a beautiful prayer and I think it highlights something uh, that's very important for us in the gospel this morning. So she says, O will of the omnipotent God, you are my delight, you are my joy. Whatever the hand of, the, of my Lord holds out to me, I will accept with gladness, submission, and love. Your holy will is my repose. In it is contained all my sanctity and all my eternal salvation. For doing God's will is the greatest glory. The will of God, those are his various wishes, which my soul carries out without reserve. Because such are his divine desires in those moments when, he, when God shares his confidences with me. Do with me as you will, Lord. I place no obstacles, I make no reservations. For you are my whole delight and the love of my soul. And to you, in turn, I pour out the confidences of my heart. I share this with you, first of all, because it's very beautiful, you know, and we celebrated uh, All Saints Day two days ago, and I thought it was nice to bring in some of the wisdom of the saints. Uh, but also because, as I said, it highlights something that's very important for us in our gospel this morning. So I, I love this gospel. It's very beautiful for its simplicity, I think. You know, Jesus is going through the town. He sees Zacchaeus. He goes to Zacchaeus's house. And in that moment when Jesus is there, Zacchaeus has a moment of grace and repents. And he, he gives away lots of his money and he restores the injustices that he's done. That's at the heart of the gospel. That's so often what Jesus is calling people to do is to repent to change your life, to live out the gospel message. And it's what we see playing out here. It's very straightforward. But we talked a lot about repentance and reconciliation and, and confession last weekend. So I want to focus on something just a little more subtle in this gospel this morning. And I think, brothers and sisters, a great lesson that we can learn from this is the importance of placing ourselves in the presence of Jesus. It's so important for us to place ourselves in the presence of Jesus every day. Because we see this whole encounter wouldn't have happened if Zacchaeus didn't climb that tree, if he didn't make that extra effort to put himself in the presence of Jesus. I'm sure it was tough for Zacchaeus to do that, right? It says he was a short guy. There was lots of crowds. He wouldn't have seen Jesus if he didn't go up the tree. Furthermore, he was a chief tax collector. He probably had a lot going on, people to see, work to do, all of that kind of stuff. And yet, he takes time out of his day and makes the effort to place himself in front of Jesus Christ. And then from there, Jesus takes over. He sees him and says, well, he basically invites himself over, right? And says, Zacchaeus, I'm coming over today. But Zacchaeus says, yes, Lord, let's do it. Come to my house. And then that moment of grace happens. And again, brothers and sisters, what a great model this is for us. Let's face it, it's tough to pray sometimes. It's tough to want to put ourselves in the presence of Jesus sometimes. We can make all sorts of excuses, right? I'm too busy today. I've got too much work to do. I've got too many people to see. I'm too tired. I don't feel good. I don't feel like praying. I've got to watch some TV. I've got to be on the internet. I've got to do my social media, right? There's all sorts of different excuses we can make. Oh, another one, which I'm very good at. I'll do it later, right? I'm a great procrastinator. 
All of these things can get in the way of ourselves, uh, of us putting ourselves in the presence of Jesus Christ. But brothers and sisters, if we're missing out on those experiences of just being in the presence of Jesus, I think we're so often missing out on the moments of grace that he wants to give us. And so our call then is to go before Jesus, to simply place ourselves in his presence and let him come to us and say, can I come to your house today? Can I come into your life today? Can I come into your work, your relationships, your hobbies, whatever you're doing, can I be part of that today? And then all we have to do is say, yes, Lord, come on in. And then that's when the grace happens. That's when those sanctifying moments moments happen. That's when we start to really grow in holiness. We place ourselves in the presence of Christ. We have that encounter with him. And then we say, yes, Lord, come into my heart. That's what we're called to do as Christians, brothers and sisters. And the Catechism of the Catholic Church identifies three different categories of prayer, three different types of prayer, right? The first is called vocal prayer. It's basically, well, it can be out loud or it can be internal, but it's basically us speaking to God. It can be prayers that we've memorized. It can be prayers that we're making up on the spot, but it's us talking to God, asking for forgiveness, saying thank you, making our petitions to the Lord. It's us speaking to the Lord. That's the first category. The second category is called meditation. That's when we take some mystery of the faith or some scripture passage or maybe even like a work of art or something like that, and we spend time focusing on that single thing, focusing on that mystery and thinking about it and drawing ourselves deeper into the mystery and waiting for the Lord to reveal something deeper to us. That's the second one, meditation. The third category, though, is the one that I think we should really try and practice more often. It's called contemplation. All right, and that word contemplation uh, actually comes from the words to mean like uh, a place of observance. So if we think of ourselves going somewhere to observe something, maybe it's a landscape, maybe it's a show or a concert or something, but we're going somewhere with the attitude of receptivity so that we can observe something outside of us. It's the same in contemplative prayer, contemplative prayer, contemplating Jesus. It's us putting ourselves in front of the Lord and opening up and saying, Lord, what do you want to give me? What do you want me to receive from you today? I'm open to you, whatever you want to say to me right now. And that's so important for us, brothers and sisters, because if we're simply just talking to God all the time and we don't open ourselves up to listen sometimes, we're missing out on those moments of grace. We're missing out on Jesus saying, let me come into your house today. We're missing out on the Lord's will, as St. Faustina says in her prayer, which is all of our delight, all of our joy, all of our happiness is tied up in doing God's will. And so I'll just leave you with this last quick illustration. Um, say you're going to the doctor's office. You don't feel good, and so you go to the doctor, and you maybe have a 15-minute uh, appointment with the doctor. You don't spend all 15 minutes talking to the doctor, do you? Rather, you go in there, you spend maybe two or three minutes, you tell the doctor what's going on, but then the rest of the time is spent uh, the doctor talking to you and examining you and asking you questions. 
And finally, you get the diagnosis and you move forward with the treatment. That's what our prayer is too, brothers and sisters. We're not meant to spend all of our time talking to the divine physician, but rather we give him our heart, we give him our petitions, our thanksgiving, um, our, our sadness, our sorrows, all of those things, but then we receive what the divine physician has for us, what God's will is for us. And it's in that that we find true healing. So let us continue to go to the Lord, to put ourselves in his presence and to not be afraid to open up to his will and to always know that will and have the courage from Jesus Christ to carry it out. A will of the omnipotent God, you are my delight, you are my joy. Whatever the hand of my Lord holds out to me, I will accept it with gladness, submission, and love. Your holy will is my repose. In it is contained all my sanctity and all my eternal salvation. For doing God's will is the greatest glory. The will of God, those are his various wishes, which my soul carries out without reserve, because such are his divine desires in those moments when God shares his confidences with me. Do with me as you will, Lord. I place no obstacles, I make no reservations. For you are my whole delight and the love of my soul. And to you, in turn, I pour out the confidences of my heart. <clears throat>